This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. They, on occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. Now, I'm Nicola Talent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This is an Irish Independent podcast. Today on the Indo Daily Bill Gates, Jeffrey Epstein, and the Russian bridge player. Bill Gates was the second richest man in the world when he met a Russian bridge player at a national tournament in 2010 and allegedly began an affair with her. Two years ago, I said to everyone that I'm going to meet this guy. Nobody believed me. Um, last year, I played against him. I didn't beat him, but I tried to kick him with my leg. At the time, Gates was a tech giant, a philanthropist and a married man with a net worth of $53 billion. What was your vision? Well, a computer on every desk and in every home. Right. I don't have one on my home or in my desk. We're working on that. Vice versa. (laughs) Mila Antonova was an ambitious bridge enthusiast who had dreams of a better world. I couldn't concentrate. I couldn't memorize things. I felt very stupid and uh, I liked math, but math didn't like me until I was introduced to this game of logic by my math professor. But their alleged affair threatened not only Gates's marriage, but his reputation when it was uncovered by none other than Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, according to this new report, the disgraced financier and convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein did try to get money out of Bill Gates. I'm Ellen Coyne, and today on the Indo-Daily podcast, I speak to Sunday Independent journalist Sarah Cadden about this story. So, Sarah, there have been claims in the past that Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein had some sort of relationship even after Epstein was convicted of sex offences. Now, Bill Gates had said that these meetings with Epstein were a mistake, but can you tell us exactly, you know, how did these two very powerful men first meet and what exactly was their relationship? Well, Epstein and Bill Gates seem to have met for the first time in 2011, which was three years after his conviction in 2008 for soliciting prostitution from a minor. Jeffrey Epstein went to jail just before 10 this morning. He pleaded guilty in open court. The conviction stemmed from several incidents from August of 2004 to October of 2005. The prosecuting attorney would not say how many female victims there are. She would only say there was more than one adult victim and more than one underaged victim. So I suppose that always raises the question that comes up a lot around Epstein and the powerful men who seem to have been associated with him, which is why anybody had anything to do with him again after that. But how it seems to be is that Epstein sort of went on a massive campaign around 2011 and and onwards to rehabilitate his reputation and his status as a kind of financial heavy hitter. And part of that seems to have been a courting, if you want, of Bill Gates. Now, when it first 
emerged publicly that Bill Gates had had some association with Epstein. He really played that down. But over the years since, since Epstein's death, you know, there was initially a photo of them together. And now we know that he travelled on Epstein's private jet in 2013. And they had various meetings to do with work and financial involvement over, over the years before Epstein's death. But Gates seemed to have distanced him Himself. He always said that it wasn't, he didn't have any friendship with Epstein. You know, I made a mistake in judgment that I thought that, that those discussions would lead literally to billions of dollars going to global health. Uh, turned out I, that was a bad judgment, that was a mirage, none of that money ever appeared. And I gave him some benefit by the association. So I, you know, I made a doubly uh, wrong mistake there. But any association, let's face it, with Jeffrey Epstein seems a little eh, murky. So you've explained there what what Epstein would get from meeting Gates on this kind of rehabilitation tour. But what would Gates have gotten out of meeting with Epstein? Like, what was the point from from Bill Gates' perspective of having these meetings? That's a really good question. And I think there was a a piece just recently in the Wall Street Journal about Epstein and Gates. And it really does beg that question because Bill Gates certainly doesn't want for money or status or power. And yet here was this guy who at this point people kind of see that he, he was quite the hustler really of money and people and what Gates was going to get out of it isn't 100% clear. You know, I had dinners with him. Uh, I regret doing that. He had relationships with uh, people he said, you know, would give to Global Health, which is a uh, interest I have, were a mistake. They didn't result in uh, what he purported, and I cut them off. You know, that goes back a long time ago now. There has been a suggestion that Epstein was able to connect him with people that Gates might have wanted to be better connected with. For example, Thorburn Jagland, who's the head of the Nobel Peace Prize Committee, that there's there was a suggestion from a former Bill Gates Foundation employee that Epstein had said that if he could get a meeting between Gates and the Nobel people, that there was a possibility of the Nobel Peace Prize for Gates on the grounds of eradicating polio. But Gates has said that that wasn't what they met to talk about. It was just about the work on polio and nothing to do with him winning the prize. Wow, so it does seem like there's some suggestions of quite murky horse trading there. And Bill Gates, I suppose, he is an individual, but he also is kind of an institution. You've mentioned the work that he did with his foundation. Um, can you, For people who might not be familiar, can you tell me a little bit about that, I suppose, just in terms of how that could be affected by or tainted by association with Epstein as well? Well, what's kind of amazing about the, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is like how wide-ranging it is. It funds education. It's really hugely involved with healthcare internationally and they raise colossal money. They, they've done an awful lot of work on, on vaccination programs. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Not missiles, but microbes. 
They donated hundreds of millions um, during the COVID-19 crisis and also money towards looking ahead to possible future pandemics, which, as we all know, we'd rather put our heads in the sand, but a distinct possibility. What it all comes back to is it ends up being, you know, two individuals at, at the heart of it. And yes, your behaviour probably does get called into question more when you position yourself as someone doing good. Was Gates ever working with Epstein um, to try to secure any funds for his foundation? So uh, Epstein himself, it seems, was trying to set up his own foundation between like 2011, 2014. And what Epstein planned to do was to raise, I mean, it sounds kind of, you know, it's telephone number money, $100 million contributions per individual, obviously billionaire, that they could be in on his charitable foundation. And that if what was in it for Epstein was that Epstein would get a fraction of that donation in fees for running the foundation, but a fraction of $100 million is quite a lot of money. Now, it has been reported that what Epstein was doing when he was trying to to set up this with JP Morgan was he was very much dropping Bill Gates's name into it quite a lot with the suggestion that Gates would be one of the huge backers of Epstein's foundation. But this went on for a few years and Gates never signed up to the fund. Wow. And do we think then that is maybe where the relationship might have soured? It certainly speaks of Gates possibly distancing himself and not his foundation. It was the second biggest philanthropic foundation in the world in in 2020. I mean, he and his ex-wife, Melinda Gates, are considered probably the biggest players in philanthropy internationally. So then we come to this amazing story in the Wall Street Journal this week um, that seems to show the breakdown of this relationship. Talk us through what we learned from that report. So, I mean, it, it is all a little confusing and convoluted, but basically Bill Gates, who apparently has been a great kind of bridge player since his childhood, took part in a national bridge tournament in 2010, where he met a Russian woman called Mila Antonova. She was in her 20s then, and she had learned to play bridge, you know, as a way of kind of learning English. So three and a half years ago, I came here. I don't speak English. I have no idea how to. And by studying bridge, reading a bridge books, I actually learned English. And she played against Bill Gates in a game of bridge at this tournament. Now, she said later, a couple of years later, that she had, um, she didn't beat him, but she had tried to kick him with her leg, which is like (laughs) as close as we come in any of this to there being any physical relationship <laughs> with these between these two people. But she, um, this was 2010. But three years later, Mila Antonova was introduced, apparently, to Jeffrey Epstein. And she was introduced to Epstein by a man called Boris Nikolic. And he was an advisor to Bill Gates. And he was the man who introduced this young woman to Jeffrey Epstein. We don't know why. 
the, an associate of Bill Gates would introduce her to Jeffrey Epstein. And as we said at the beginning, why was anybody introducing young women to Jeffrey Epstein or having anything to do with them, really? But he introduced her to her because apparently she wanted to set up this online kind of bridge plat- platform for teaching people to play bridge. And she wanted to get funding from Epstein to fund this platform. Now, that didn't work out, apparently. And uh, Mila Antonova has said she knew nothing about Jeffrey Epstein. She she knew nothing about his criminal past. And if she had, obviously, she would have avoided him. But she went on to live in an apartment of Epstein's, though she says that there was no, no relationship between them. She just thought this was this really rich guy being really kind and helping her to get going in her business. So the business didn't actually come to pass. The, the online bridge platform. But in 2017, after the foundation that Epstein was trying to set up with JP Morgan and trying to involve Bill Gates in failed to take off, Epstein sent Bill Gates an email, which has come out publicly in, in the last week or so. And it basically said, I paid for a software coding course for this young woman, Mila Antonova, and you need to reimburse me for the money that I spent on it. So he didn't suggest explicitly anything untoward between Gates and Antonova, but people are now reading into it that he believed he had some kind of leverage over Gates and therefore Gates should pay this money. It's an incredible story and it's an incredible email to to come to light so publicly yes. and could have a huge effect on Gates' reputation. But what do we know about Mila Antonova, this um, kind of bridge playing figure who has become uh, one of the one of the main protagonists in this really unusual story? We don't know an enormous amount other than that she was she's Russian. She's lived in the United States for nearly 20 years and that this was a way she thought she could set herself up in business was to become a kind of bridge expert. And I think she described um, she described bridge as kind of being sexy. So here is my favorite quote by very famous American actress. Her name is Mae West. And what she said is bridge like sex. If you don't have a good partner, you better have a good hand. So we move on then to to 2021 and listeners might remember reading the news, which was a huge story at the time that Bill Gates had announced his his divorce from Melinda, his wife who he'd set up the foundation with. Can we kind of extract any, any inference that the alleged affair with Miss Antonova had anything to do with, with that divorce between Bill and Melinda Gates? Well, Melinda Gates has been quite circumspect, but you could say quite you know, specific in discussing her divorce from Bill Gates. They'd been married 27 years before they split. And this had kind of, she had set the divorce in motion after the death of Jeffrey Epstein and after it had kind of become public that Gates had had some association with him. And she said specifically that 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 the Epstein Association did play a part in her decision to end her marriage and that, you know, she had always seen her marriage lasting for life. But really, it just came under such stresses that she couldn't continue it. I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you made that clear to him? I made that clear to him. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, 
I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. She has given an interview since where there were rumblings around that time that that for years there had been talk that Gates had behaved in an improper way in the workplace in terms of employees and so on. And he has admitted that there was a relationship with a staff member that that ended amicably um, a long time ago. But when Melinda Gates was asked if there had been other extramarital affairs on her husband's part, she said that wasn't her to answer. That was for Bill to answer, which, you know, people can read all kinds of things into an answer like that. But she said their, their divorce was friendly, but they, she wouldn't call them friends. And she did meet Jeffrey Epstein once. She has said it was because she wanted to basically suss him out. And she didn't like what she saw. And she didn't like that her husband had anything to do with him. So in quite a murky story, it's almost like Melinda Gates is one of the people who emerges out of this as someone with quite a good moral compass based on certainly some of the things that she said about Epstein. Yes, the thing about Bill Gates is I suppose we kind of regard people with lots of money and clearly they're pretty sharp when it comes to their business skills and they've done with their foundation is quite incredible. And, you know, we kind of don't allow them any chinks in the armour or lapses of judgment. I mean, it seems very strange from the outside that anybody ever had anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein. And we saw that again in when the Prince Andrew controversy came up. And I remember he said on the Newsnight interview that he met incredible people through Epstein. And that does seem to have been Epstein's skill with all these really powerful and successful men that he built up this network around him that possibly people wanted to be in on. And it seems maybe Bill Gates knows no more immune to that than anybody else. It's a huge story that's obviously been covered all over the world. And as we mentioned, it can have huge implications on um, on Gates' international reputation. Has he said anything publicly since the Wall Street Journal published this report? He hasn't made an official statement on this. I would think that there's every, a lot of people waiting to see what he has to say. Uh, he may feel that he's said as much as he wants to since Epstein's death, which is that it was an error on his part to have anything to do with the man, but he kind of distanced himself as, as quickly as he could. He has not commented on the Mila Antonova question. My thanks to Sarah Cadden, Sunday Independent Journalist. I'm Ellen Coyne, and today's episode was produced by Mary Carroll, researched by Avine Fallon and Tabitha Monahan, with sound by Niall McMonagall. Archive clips from CBS, ABC, Fox News, PBS, ITV and Independent.ie. If you enjoy the Indo Daily, don't forget to like, follow and leave us a review. 